Thanks to the 2023 St. Louis Cardinals, I've entered my second childhood as a baseball fan. Over the years, I've become accustomed to watching my Pirates lose games on their way to a comfortable finish in last place, while the Cardinals battled for division titles, pennants, and World Series championships. But this season, I've watched the Cardinals challenge my Pirates for last place. Since the All-Star break, it's been a nail-biter to see which team would finish with the worst record in their division. In the 1950s, when I was growing up a baseball fan, the Pirates were the worst team in the National League, rivaled by only one other team, but it wasn't the Cardinals. Baseball in the 1950s was dominated by the Brooklyn Dodgers, the New York Giants, and the New York Yankees, but the Cardinals, led by future Hall of Famers Stan Musial, Enos Country Slaughter, and Red Shandens, had good teams and usually finished in the first division. My Pirates rivals for the National League seller were at that time those lovable losers, the Chicago Cubs. Over a 10-season span from 1947 to 1956, the Pirates, with six last-place finishes and the Cubs with four, reigned unchallenged in the lower depths of the National League. In 1957, after 10 years of shared futility, they finally and inevitably finished in a tie for last place. Thanks to the Pirates and the Cubs of the 1950s, I saw some of the worst players to ever stumble and bumble their way onto a baseball field. The Cubs had so many awful ball players, but at least some of them had great nicknames, like second baseman Steady Eddie Mixes, who wasn't all that steady, and third baseman Handsome Ransom Jackson, who really wasn't handsome. Take my wife and use the word for Ransom after I showed her his photo. How'd you get the nickname Handsome Ransom? Well, uh, you know, I didn't give it to him. We kind of tracked it down. I think a, a sportscaster came up with that. You know, everybody's got to come out with a nickname for for for, for somebody. Uh, I, oh, I, I think my wife just reminded me it was Jack Brickhouse who came up with that name. You know, everybody's got to have a, have a nickname, and so I accepted that with nothing I could do about it. My favorite Cub, however, was their shortstop, Roy Smalley who made so many bad throws to first base that Cub fans, on a double play ball, chanted mixes to Smalley to the first base stands. Smalley's throws gave new meaning to the duck and cover drills of the 1950s for Cub fans. The Pirates had so many inept ball players that it became difficult to pick out a single player for ridicule. Collectively, they were known as the Ricky Dinks, after general manager Branch Ricky. Their infield was so short that they were dubbed the Singer Midgets after the theatrical group that provided the munchkins for the Wizard of Oz. We represent the Lollipop Guild, the Lollipop Guild, the Lollipop Guild, and in the name of the Lollipop Guild, we wish to welcome you to Munchkin Land. They did have a handsome player in Johnny Barandino, who was so bad he was shipped to the Pirates minor league team, the Hollywood Stars. Later, he became a star, but thanks to his good looks, it was in a television soap opera, not on a baseball field. The rivalry between the woeful Cubs and Pirates had me turn the sports page upside down when I checked the National League standings back in the 1950s, but the rivalry has faded over the years. In 2023, while the Pirates were headed for another losing season, the Cubs were battling for a wildcard spot in the playoffs. But... Thanks to Cubs manager David Ross, the old rivalry came briefly back to life 
when the Lowly Pirates won two out of three in a recent series against the Cubs. An enraged Ross said, that's not a good team that took two out of three. Not our caliber team, I believe. The reaction was swift and critical. Ross's comments were dismissed as unfortunate and lame. The general view was that Ross should worry about his Cubs and do a better job of managing his team rather than attacking another team. On second thought, Ross said he regretted his comments and apologized to Pirate Manager and former Saluki Derek Shelton. The irony of Ross's comment, beyond his team not making the playoffs, is that the Pirates, a bad team at the end of the 2022 season, did finish with another losing record in 2023, but they didn't lose 100 games, or 14 games better than in 2022, and finished well ahead of the Cardinals. As for next year, the kid in me can't wait until the Pirates played the Cubs. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.